The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome back to 20. 2020 Predictions Month on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this month we're looking into the crystal ball to tell you SEO and content marketers what you can expect in 2020. Joining us again for SEO Predictions Month is Eric Enga, who is the Principal for Digital Marketing at Proficient Digital, which is a leading digital transformation consulting firm serving enterprise customers with unparalleled information technology, management consulting, and creative capabilities. Yesterday, Eric and I talked about why Google will be integrating more features into its UI. And today, his prediction is discussing why visual search is going to be more important than voice search in 2020. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t okay here's the rest of my interview with eric inga principal of digital marketing at proficient digital eric welcome back to the voices of search podcast well great to be back benjamin thanks for having me again always a pleasure great to have you as a friend of the pod yesterday we talked about your prediction about how google is going to be integrating more features into its ui about how you should take advantage of featured snippets and image search and YouTube. And there's all sorts of ways other than just static blog posts and web pages that are going to help you get more visibility with Google. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about two of those that are kind of contrasting. For years now, we've been hearing how voice search is coming, voice search is coming, voice search is coming. (laughs) Voice search isn't coming so quickly. Talk to me about how image search is actually more important to SEOs than voice search this year. Sure. Happy to do that. Well, I mean, I think the real core to this story is that even basic research will show 
that over 20% of all search, this is leveraging data that Rand Fishkin published via JumpShot, over 20% of all search, not just all Google search, is Google image search. So that's a big honking number by itself, right? And in contrast, the available data around voice search is quite a bit smaller. And there's some conflicting information. And I think if I can, I'd like to deal with a couple of the most commonly cited stats and help people understand what they actually said. And then we can get back to visual search a little bit more after that. First of all, there's the oft-cited quote, which is often attributed to Comscore that 50% of all search would be voice, actually even a misstatement by itself, by 2020. The actual original quote was that it'd be 50% of all search would be voice and visual collectively by 2020. And it was by Andrew Ng, not by Comscore. But it doesn't matter. That didn't happen. It's not at 50%, I can assure you. It's not even 15. That's correct. And then there's a statement that was made by an executive at Google, whose name is escaping me at the moment. Uh, Oh, it's actually Sundar Pichai. So that's an executive, all right. I've heard of him. He said that in the US, on our mobile app and Android, one in five queries... 20% of our queries are voice queries and their share is growing. So that statement, which was made a couple of years ago, sounds like a big number too. But here you have to break that down a little bit more. Now that's 20% is voice search or is image search? It's voice search. This is what he said. This is the other really commonly cited stat. The problem is, first of all, this did not include desktop queries where the voice search query share is probably close to zero. And it also did not include queries via browser on Android devices. And it may be that, and I suspect, that far more of the actual querying activity on mobile devices on Android probably happens in Chrome and regular browsers rather than the Google Assistant. So by the time you get done with those two data points, I think you see that voice search is probably a lot smaller than the way people are reading it. If you strip out 80% of people's activity on their mobile phones and desktops, then 20% of the activity happens on voice search, right? It doesn't paint the whole picture is what you're saying. It is what I'm saying. Right. And on the contrast, image search, something we don't talk very much about, is incredibly important. Talk to me about what you've seen in image search and why you think that that's not only more important now, but going to be more important in 2020. So, well, there are a couple of reasons. And to be fair about it, we don't have hard data beyond the one statistic I already quoted from JumpShot via Rand Fishkin. Over 20% of queries are image search already. That's a real 20%. It's a measured hardcore across, well, the JumpShot data is PC and Android devices. This is broad, unfiltered, unconstrained data. Mm-hmm. So that's a hard number. And that effectively is the start of a visual search experience. And Google has announced some major initiatives in this area. Their Google Lens, which an increasing number of people using uh, Google Collections, Google Discover. They're pushing several areas. I think those will progress unevenly. They also have 3D image and high-resolution images that they're now trying to make available to people through search experiences. 
and also from the conversations I have with people at Google, they also believe that image or visual search is going to come along much more quickly than voice search. If I were to try to step back and think about, well, why from a human perspective would this be true? There's a couple of things there. One is that, you know, 30% of the neurons in the human brain are associated with processing vision and visual understanding. And we are closer to taking advantage of that in the world of search than we are voice. So tell me what are the shortcomings to voice search that are stopping it from gaining wider adoption? Well, another often quoted but misunderstood stat is that evidently speech recognition today does a better job of understanding voice than humans do. (laughs) I don't believe that for a second. But, But let's understand what we mean by speech recognition. What we mean is understanding that I just said the word the, and then the word dog, and then the word ran. It's literally understanding each individual word, which is not the same as natural language processing and understanding the sentence. And that's where we have a gap that's still very significant. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. And you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, I think saying that voice search can hear what you're saying more accurately is different than interpreting and understanding the intent. That's exactly the gap that we're at. And not only that, in the voice search world, which by the way, voice search is even the wrong name for it, but in this world, Great, you understood this one sentence and what it meant. And then I give you the answer. And in the answer is another question. Can you maintain a conversation? And we're not even close. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, when I think about voice search, we've been hearing voice search is coming. I mentioned ad nauseum for a few years. It seems like Google is putting the pieces together in terms of you know, understanding what is the most relevant short form pieces of content to be able to give answers to consumers when they ask questions. And we're seeing this with our featured snippets, right? Google being able to keep more content on their page, right? They're putting the building blocks together to be able to give you the information 
quickly and efficiently in their non-voice search, right? In desktop search. On the flip side, there's also a utility problem in voice search in the sense of like, I can ask a question, but there is no call response, call response, call response, right? It's hard to continue a conversation and then filter down where, you know, if I'm looking for an e-commerce experience, I want to buy shoes. Google can't necessarily interpret, okay, I want to buy shoes. It's not going to send you shoes. It needs to ask what color, what style, what brand, what size, you know, a whole bunch of follow-up questions, what address, what payment form. And all of those experiences haven't been built out yet. Right now, what people are doing on voice search is they're asking to play music. They're asking what the weather is and to set a reminder. The feature set is relatively limited. And to me, that's the hindrance for voice search. So there's actually development in the... I want to call it UI or maybe it's UX because there is no you know, interface. It's interfaceless. But you know, the, the feature set is limited in voice search. And that's really where I see the development is. And that's why the consumers won't adopt yet until that development continues. Right. So there's two things there. One is a lot of what's called voice search is really people giving commands to their device. Set a timer, play a song, turn on the lights, turn off the lights, stuff like that. And so that's not really search in the conventional sense. But what I've tried to... And what we've kind of worked together through here and talking about this is voice working in the way people would like it to work ideally has a long way to go, whereas visual search... We're pretty damn good. ...has not nearly as far to go to give the user what they're really looking for. And that's the reason why the visual side of things is going to go much faster. So from a practical application, where SEOs should be prioritizing is visual, not necessarily voice search. On the flip side, you're going to get more bang for your buck when you're getting into a featured snippet than by spending all of your time trying to optimize your images. So where does the the rubber meet the road here? You know, the practical application of optimizing for voice search is featured snippets and all of the sort of features that Google is building. Quick answers. As opposed to image search is a, a different strategy. How do SEOs take the information that image search is really going to be more important and impactful than voice search, but featured snippets are going to be really important as well? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So when we talk about optimizing for featured snippets, as you just suggested, we need to remember that the benefits of doing that are probably 98% associated with showing up in web search results and 2% in voice search results. So featured snippets optimization does not, it's not a one-to-one with voice search optimization. It's only 2% of the benefit you get from the featured snippet accrues to voice search. Whereas anything I do in image optimization speaks directly to that entire 21% or so of all search, which happens in Google image search today. And then as I play in Google's new features there, uh, I would project that those will probably grow more quickly than voice search. At the end of the day, I think you know this is a business decision where you focus on featured snippets. Obviously, that is going to have an impact on how you show up in voice search. But really, you should be doing this because you want to be in position zero and have Google showing your content at the top of the page. It is not specifically a voice optimization tactic. And depending on what your business is, you can decide to focus on that or image search. In reality, when you're directly comparing 
voice search to image search, image search is going to be dramatically more impactful this year than voice search would be alone. Correct. Okay. Uh, Eric, any last words before we let you go? Any other predictions related to voice search and image search for 2020? Well, having prioritized the image and visual search over voice search, the reality is that both will grow. uh, And for each business, it's always important for you to consider what might be the best platform for you. If you have a business where it's natural for a person sitting on their couch to want to bark out something to their Google Assistant or Amazon Echo device, then maybe a voice search strategy does make sense for you now. I'm just saying to be more businesses where the visual side plays more importantly than the, than the voice. Okay. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Eric Inga, Principal of Digital Marketing at Proficient Digital. If you'd like to get in touch with Eric, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Stone Temple, S-T-O-N-E-T-E-M-P-L-E. Or you could visit his company's website, which is proficientdigital.com, P-E-R-F-I-C-I-E-N-T, digital.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions, or you can apply to be a speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, or you can reach out to me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish multiple episodes a week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 